Hello and welcome to another episode of the Comedians Outlook podcast. I'm Luke Anthony and this is the last of the Uganda specials. And this episode is with none other than actor Philip Luiswata. He is best known for his role in the Disney film Queen of Catway. The film follows the true story of a 10-year-old girl who is poverty-stricken. Her life changes when she gets taught how to play chess by a missionary, which sparks her intrigue in the game, and from there, starts her journey out of poverty. It's an amazing film, and it's available on Prime Video and DVD, so I highly recommend purchasing that or watching that. If you did listen to my conversation with Giovanni Garve in episode 11, you get a snippet of how influential Philip Luiswatt was on his career. And I'm sure Philip's going to have a lot more influence on many other aspiring actors or comedians' careers in the future. But I thought it was best to hear from the man himself. So for the final Uganda special, I bring you Philip Guswata. Philip, when did you when did you first start acting? How how young were you? I think I started acting from the from the word go. I, I, I was my first acting experience was uh, as Prince Charming. In Cinderella and Prince Charming, it was like something like that. I, was, I must have been like seven. Yeah. In standard three. So if I was playing Prince Charming in standard at seven, then I must have had something quite early. <laughs> <laughs> so was it always a passion? Was it always one? Did you always like being in front of people performing? Was that? I can't say because I've, I've always I, I grew up a shy person. So I can't say, but I've always had it within me that I'm I'm a performer. Yeah. The, but there's always there's always the given fear of going to stage. But you know there's always that urge, that pull yeah, that yeah. You, you have. You have to perform. I've I've never been this kind of kid who says, "Oh, there are visitors. Let me perform for them." I'll be the kind of kid who hides behind the chairs when the visitors come. Uh huh. Yeah, but when it comes to performance, I think it's just something in there that just refused to go. Mm. Yeah. It was like instinct. You just knew that it was your calling. Yeah, I just knew that's what I could do. That's what I, I understood. That's what comes easy to me, though not easy anymore now that I'm into it quite deep. <laughs> yeah. So when did you know when did you know that you could be successful? What, at what point did you think that actually I could make a real career out of this, not just a hobby? Um, I can't, I, I'm not going to say much about successful, but I'm going to say everything about deciding that this is what I want to do. Yeah. And that was in my HSCs, highest high school, uh-huh. uh, where we were doing science, we were doing so many things. There's so many, so much, and I was I was really good at sciences, by the way. Yeah, better than I was at arts for some time. So, but I always found that whatever the the, 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 the when we came to choosing our careers for the future, because you have to tick off something. What do you want to study at the university? Mm. There was all this engineering, this what. And I knew how, how I'd already been struggling with histories. I've been struggling with this delay. I just knew immediately. I, I either want to become a painter ah. or an actor. That's all I wanted to do. So I just, I didn't think about the success. I didn't think about the bigger possibilities. Because here in Uganda, as you've seen, yeah. the bigger possibilities are really hazy. They are really, yeah. they, 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 it's blood. The industry is very blood. So you, you can't really tell where you're headed. But yes, it was in agency where I made up my mind because even when I, when you had four, four choices to make, I made only two. 
My yeah. first was fine art. My second was uh, theatre, music, in- dance, and drama. That's interesting. My my father's um, did fine art. He took that route, and I took the comedy route and the acting route. Um, oh, that, I, I wish my son takes art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, good. so, but you say you say like the you, the becoming successful is quite grey in yes. Uganda. It's quite difficult to know where you could go, or how you could be successful, or if you would be successful in maybe business or accountancy or lawyer or something. Yeah. What were your parents' view on you performing, like wanting to perform rather than? Of course, it's it, 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 it's very scary. It's very 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 scary for my mother especially because my mother is the, who was paying my fees. She thought it was crazy that I would make such a choice. She was willing for me to go back to either to high school and study again and, you know, come up. Because the, the university offered me music, dance and drama. Yeah. And she wanted me to go and do something called Bachelor of Science, Hotel Management, Tourism, Hotel Management and Catering, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But that wasn't, that, wasn't, that wasn't my interest. So she says, no, you can't do that. And at the time when I studied, they only had a diploma. They didn't have the degree like now. Ah, These guys, they've done the degree. So you had to do the diploma and then do something else. And I told her, no, mom, um, let me do this diploma first and I have it. I'm ready to sacrifice those two years. Then I can do something else that you might want as long as I have this thing yeah, that I also yeah. want. So we'll go with what I want first and we'll do what you want. And luckily enough, by the time I was completing, they introduced the degree as well. Oh, so I connected to that and I say, now you see, you get a diploma and a degree. That's good and good. <laughs> then of course in the process, you see, if you're a hard-working student in drama, you, you become busy instantly. Yeah. If yeah. you understand your talent, you understand your calling, you understand what you're going for, you commit yourself to what you want to do, you start immediately. Because I, immediately I, I was already looking for opportunities, and before I knew it, opportunities were looking for me. So I, I can't say I went out to be successful. I just went out to do what I felt I wanted to do, what mm. I felt I enjoyed doing on a day. So you weren't desperate. You weren't like desperate for these things. You just wanted to perform and yeah. the success followed. Yeah, I've, I've never been desperate. Yeah. Uh, I always know that if I'm not doing anything at any one given time, it's because I've not put my head into it. It's yeah, because exactly. I'm not saying walk. See, it's, interest- it's interesting that you say like anyone with the right attitude could be successful. But I think that the way you went about it is quite unique in the sense that yeah. you probably put a lot more heart and soul into it than a lot of comedians that are sorry actors who just wanted just wanted to be successful they saw the success or the millions of pounds or whatever you know the like the hollywood before they saw doing the hard work you yeah. know doing the doing the the free short films um doing all the difficult theater productions so i think yeah it's quite refreshing that you're that humble to think that it anyone could do it but I don't think so I think I think you know you're clearly one of a kind and that, that's reflected in your success in Uganda at least well, yeah, well thank you but I, I really I really do believe that the, 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 your biggest your biggest investment in our business is attitude yeah your yeah. biggest investment in our business is attitude otherwise you might come with all these tables like they ask you where do you see yourself in five years where do you see yourself yeah. <laughs> I don't see myself anywhere in five years I see myself here today doing something that I want to do mm. I see myself moving forward as I understand and I, I, I wish and right now I think I've got to that point mm. where you really need to think about 
the business strategically, like you're saying, where you have five-year plans and all mm. that. Uh, yeah, and that has come at the point of success mm. where now you need to manage the success. Mm. So, yeah, but at the beginning, I work, I, I teach students in acting and theatre, and you see people who are overzealous. Yeah. And, and, and you know, this, this, this child is potentially talented, but here in Uganda, considering the, 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 the things you have to jump over to, to make it, mm. you, you, you'll have so much heartbreak yeah. if you have huge goals. So it's you have to keep them realistic, realistic yeah. and small, yeah. and you know tackle each small goal at a time. And when you get mm. something small, like I, I, I always tell people, I, I take whiskey, uh-huh. and I don't want to sit down and, and drink unless I've achieved something. So I, I want to drink as a, a way of rewarding myself. Uh-huh. So I might just write a sentence. I say a bright sentence. I say no, this sentence, I might do something with it in future. Mm. Ah, so today I can drink because I've achieved that little thing. <laughs> so I think that speaking about how like the trying to limit expectations or aspirations in in Uganda yeah. brings me onto a really interesting subject because you've obviously you've obviously worked with Walt Disney to do Queen of Catway. Yeah, and I just wondered how I spoke to Jovan, your one of your your um, team. About, about this and you're saying that when such companies come over to like Uganda to cast it can be like you know you can roll a dice and whoever picks the correct number could be the one that goes yeah. how did you put yourself out there to, to get that role in, in Queen of Catway that did so well well for me um, I'll tell you I always go out not because I've never been successful at auditions I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the most successful person at auditions. Most of the roles I've got that have put me where I am have been someone calling me, hey, Philip, come and do this, uh, because they know what I can do. Yeah. And they've seen me doing other things. But for such big projects, of course, you have to audition. Yeah, yeah. And, well, I, well the same thing I'll tell you. I, I never put too much expectations. I always go thinking, appreciating, mm. that let them see me, let them have me in their camera somewhere, Maybe in future they'll they'll remember. Ah, oh, there's that guy whom we filmed. Yeah, he looks like this. He got we want to cast. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get him. Yeah, yeah, I always think about the bigger the picture. bigger picture when it mm. comes to those small things. So not necessarily that I'm expecting to be cast because I am I'm, I'm not really very successful at auditions. Mm. But 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 I want to have the opportunity. I want to be part of the chance. I don't want to say I didn't try. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but we tried your best and failed. At least you were there and you attended. Yes. Yeah. And with you know, do you know the film Slumdog Millionaire? Yes, I've seen yeah. it. Yes. And there were lots of in that particular film. They used a lot of locals from from where they filmed it. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about it, some of the cast that played some of the smaller roles in it, they didn't get a fair deal with yeah. some of the money. I just wondered how Walt Disney, how Walt Disney, I just wondered how Walt Disney supported the Ugandan cast in that in that film because it's a, it's obviously based on Catway, the, the, the town. Well, what I saw, Walt, Walt Disney. At least this was the first time when we all got a big opportunity, you know. To see majority cast of Ugandans, most Ugandan films have been made about Idi Amin. They brought Kenyans, they brought South Africans, yeah. they brought Americans. We've never had Ugandans, and yet we've always had very great talent, mm. acting talent. 
our our theatrical talent like here in Uganda is far better than Kenyan theatrical talent but we've never had it's you know it's really funny you said that mm. because Agnes Akita you just spoken to you yeah. said exactly the same thing you said just then yeah that's that's mm. and that's very true but you see the, the the Kenyans always tend to take the upper hand mm. so for us as Ugandans the very first thing we appreciated was the opportunity to do our own film to star in our own film yeah in an international film about us and i think that's that, that's the, the, the bigger success then of course i guess when it comes to the deal the deal was not so bad mm. compared to where we are uh-huh. like now you see the star of the film she's a local girl she came from down there and she's really well taken care of now yeah. her, her life turned around you know wow so your her life went from bad to amazing yeah and it, it is still you can see she there is still concern for her even the other kids i i don't think there is anyone who came out of the queen of katwe feeling short change and maybe it comes also down oh. to the fact that uh miranea is uh, partly ugandan <laughs> so she understands oh, what yeah. what 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 it is what it means to be a ugandan yeah, yeah and what it means to reward that's, a that's really refreshing you know that's yeah. really nice to hear because uh, you know it's it's important that especially a program especially a film that's about the area that you're casting for yeah has to be local i just wondered actually how true was the story to real life do you know how accurate it was to to what life was like in or it's like in katwe you know that's the life that, that that's that's the life everything about it was really uh, true and original it, i think the play was the, the, the story was well presented of course you this dramatic license yeah you have to yeah. give it and then of course there's this the, the, the sadness that the Uganda government didn't offer the kind of support at the time that they needed where they had to shoot some of the material from South Africa rather than on the ground here but yeah. they did really try but they to have to do that for like continuity and stuff that's all that's yeah. the set and mm. that's, I guess it's important I just did they did they help the local community with any funds or anything at all with support or uh Queen of Katwe I'm not so sure but I do know that uh, most of the services were being lo- offered by local companies right So okay. it wasn't that someone has been flown in the casting yeah, by a good, local company good. managing everything the local companies managing right. the whole production. That's really good. That's yes. really good to hear. Mm. So I'm just going to bring this on really to like the Playwright Playhouse which is from what I've heard speaking to Jovan and reading mm. in the um like the press and stuff like it's a really really good initiative and I just yeah. wonder what inspired it in the first place rebellion rebellion yes is it is that is that because the difficulty is for some actors or writers or directors to get work that you wanted to create a community yeah. where they all can have equal opportunity that's what we wanted we wanted for for once to be the ones who because right now the theaters are being run by commercial commercially minded people people who don't think like us people who do not value the commercial potential of these small projects because everything must start from somewhere i cannot bring you something that is already at the top no I, I, you must accept something that is that is growing up an experiment see where it's taking you appreciate what is inside there and help it grow and then make money out of it but then you do you know going to it's, it's like your father uh, the moment you turn 10 says you now you you can walk you can do what you should also start working and 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 contributing money at in the house 
instead of helping grooming you to be yeah, your yeah, own independent yeah. man. So that, 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 that's what our theaters, especially the national, has been doing to us here. It's not been giving us opportunity. And we, we, are, we, are, we, are, we are creatives. I'm a playwright as well. Yeah. And I've written so many plays that are gathering dust in my shelf. Uh-huh. So <laughs> when God was gracious to, you know, bring us into contact with a little money, and you say, the, the option is I can buy a good car out of this or I can make a statement with this money. And mm-hmm. making a statement is a bigger, is a bigger achievement. So we are making a big statement to the world. It's still, we are still struggling. You can see we are struggling. <laughs> but we'll get there. People will like what we are doing. People, because we are genuine, we are committed, and we are authentic in how we are thinking. And we are saying that Ugandan people, Ugandan young people, even older people, we only tend to think about people in the middle age, the ones who yes, are running true. the industry. Yeah. But the elderly, there are elderly people who want to write. But they are saying, who's going to listen to me? Mm. They are, They're forgotten in the corner. Yeah, yeah, there are children who want to write. Who's going to listen to them? And then there are the youth who are struggling to enter into the industry, to, to become relevant in the industry. Mm, because so that's of their why, age and the exploitation. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's why we come with a, a stage. We say that's what you need, number one. What else does an actor need? An actor might need fame. So maybe in this space we are in now, we can do sitcoms that, that, that actors... Go to YouTube or yeah. to Facebook or... Anyway, just yeah. so that you are somewhere out there being relevant, mm. rather than saying, "Oh, I'm seated at the National Theatre, that thing there outside, waiting for opportunity to come to me." Yeah. You can bring opportunity to yourself, and that's what the play playwrights playhouse is about. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at. I'm, I'm I was fortunate enough to to enter into a couple of your meetings that you've had with with your team and everything, and just just seeing the the vast. The vast amount of cities and towns that you're outreaching to get to like young children from like primary and secondary is amazing so you're doing some amazing outreach work as well so some kids that go to like poor schools and poor areas that are having the opportunities to be creative is it's amazing yeah and the bigger goal with that we do love the children yet yes we do believe that they need to be exposed to art yes but we do also want them to support us in future yeah. We do not think that this place, mm-hmm. play, Playwrights Playhouse is going to close after Luswata has left. No, that's true. We hope yeah. it's something that will keep going on. Mm-hmm. And if we have reached out to these little kids early enough, they will grow up knowing about us. And even they will grow with the feeling that I want to join those guys. Or if I want to go and continue watching their theatre... And they'll keep us going and they also go back and play for mm. the kids. So we also have a selfish motive <laughs> in reaching out to these young people, to the kids, yeah. That's quite interesting because a lot of these initiatives like Player Playhouse or National Theatres or different places start very small as well. Yeah. So they often start with the same concept that you have. I just wonder going forward as, and I'm sure this will take get traction and, and hit the ground running and, and go to success and bring money to all those people that contribute and everything to this or that their time. How do you plan to stay humble? How do you how do you plan to keep this on the ground and still keep giving opportunities to young people when there are so many other opportunities to go elsewhere or to make more money and stuff? You have to remain almost selfless in that sense because, as the the founder and like the director of this business, you're going to get offered a lot of opportunities for yourself. And yeah. how do you plan to keep it on the ground? With, well, I've, I like I've told these guys, this is this this is my bigger sacrifice for the, the next two years. But 
these guys need to learn how to take over. So even the way we run the playhouse is that uh, at first when one of our meetings here, everyone said, we were asking why, why, why are things moving? Why is nothing being done? Why are we slow? We yeah. all know what we need to do, but no one is doing it. And the problem came up, that came up was that uh, Philip was not around. Philip was not consulted. I see. Philip didn't say. Philip didn't what. So we had one full meeting of like three hours where we were saying, how do we eliminate Philip? And so we all agreed how Philip is eliminated. And I think you can see that Philip is eliminated. <laughs> so the guys yeah, are running I the mean, business. Everyone is doing their own thing. They have autonomy. They have responsibilities. Yeah. They have like a department they can concentrate or a uh-huh. part they can. So you've given them like freedom to to grow and to help grow the like I guess it is a business in yeah. a sense, but it's more like I say initiative. I, I say initiative because to me it feels like it feels like a community project where everyone's carrying each other. Yeah, and you're growing together, and not one person is going to be more successful than the others. They they were going to use each other to elevate each other's careers yes. and to bring together. And I just it's so beautiful to hear that because you hear so many things, so much corruption in like. Africa, parts of Africa. I know Uganda is particularly better than a lot of other places, but mm. it's really nice that there's such this such a genuine love and support for people coming through in the industry, and such a difficult industry as well. Yeah, you know, I know myself being a comedian and being an actor that it's a slog, and you're having to work hard every day to sure. just, you know pay the bills and stuff and and or not know sending hundreds of emails just to get one back maybe one opportunity <laughs> you know that's true so to me that that really that really warms my heart to know that there is an initiative in Uganda and it's not it's not the west it's not mm. the US it's not the UK sending people over that are going to take an unfair proportion and make the money in the UK mm-hmm. it's a local company that is is growing together and it is for the people of the local community and it's by the people of the local community so just say congrats on that really <laughs> thank you very much we, we only call it we call it a business because we, we've always thought if you don't call it a business you might forget that you need to raise money <laughs> and then you might end up doing so many of these free things like now this thing of going to the schools we spend more money going to the schools than we earn and you yeah. can see we do not have the funds yeah. but we still go so we, 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 we always put it in our heads that now we must think like businessmen. Mm, you have to. In case nobody to supports sustain. us, yeah. how do we support ourselves? Mm. Yeah, so that we, that's why we look at it. We're not business people, though. No. We, we wish somebody could come that understands business better than us and run it for us in a business-minded way. Yeah. That, that, that's, I've seen that that's, that's one thing where we are lacking. But one guy yeah, you came got to actors and creators yeah. that are never the best businessmen. <laughs> no, they are not good business people. We are not good business people generally. Yeah. No. We know what we want. If if it was a businessman, this place would be up and running. Yeah. But you see, we are still looking for perfection. Yeah, we are still looking for that thing that that once we start, we must be somewhere. We must because we can't afford to lose. We can't allow, no. we, we can't take it as a risk. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm, I look forward to coming back next time into Uganda and actually coming in. I mean, I'll bring Ankin Simir and maybe Tumi Simir and yeah. Agnes Akita and we'll try and do some sort of sketches with you and everything. So I'll nice. certainly send anyone I know in Uganda yeah. this way to use you guys to film and so they can write sketches for us and stuff. So um, I like even bringing the comedian here today, hopefully that will help. 
yeah, um, with that because if they, they've got a name and some support they can sort of help raise the others and stuff but true you'll be surprised that Unconsumers started with us in the, much the same way like these guys yeah exactly yeah I know yeah very <laughs> humble one of the things I was joking with uh, Jovan was that you're saying you, you, yesterday you're unavailable to talk because you had a your lectures at Macquarie University yeah uh, I don't imagine you need to teach but it seems that it's your calling and I guess this ties right in with your initiative for this this business for the Players Playhouse yeah because you're doing it purely for the love yes I, I love teaching I enjoy teaching I like working with my students well I don't know if I wasn't teaching what else would I be doing yeah. <laughs> I would be doing this even, even if even if I wasn't at Makerere and I was just here, still I'd be teaching. Yeah. Yeah. See, and and that, that's the bigger dream also we have for this place. Mm. That we need uh, we need to develop the playwrights we want to create for us. Yeah, yeah. So we also need to develop the talent that we want to put on stage. Mm. And um, being at the university is an advantage in that you get exposed to this talent and then you, you, you get to develop them at the government's expense, mm. then you give them opportunity outside and see how they handle that. So there's a, there's a lot of, uh, well, uh, opportunity in being a teacher as well. Yeah, absolutely. So there's yeah. also it's a resource for casting as well, Yeah, I guess. Mm. I'm, absolutely, I'm absolutely certain this is going to be a success. And, and I will put any information on the website. So if you have any information about this Playwrights Playhouse, yeah. anything, I can put it all in the show notes below the, below the episode. So... You know, keep an eye out for this. Watch this space because I think this is going to grow. But for now, thank you so much for joining me, Philip. And I really look forward to seeing your projects in the future. Thank you too, Luke. So that amazing conversation with Philip concludes the Uganda specials. And I really hope they are intriguing for you as well. Philip's an awesome guy and the Playwrights Playhouse is an amazing initiative. And I really look forward to seeing its success. Please check out the episode notes. There are links to the trailer of Queen of Catway and links to where you can purchase it. I will also keep the information up to date in the episode notes as they develop the Playwrights Playhouse because as you heard, it's quite early days and any upcoming projects that they do, I'll also update on that too. I'm going to do a brief post-amble in a moment for you because I feel like I'd love to like sum up these three episodes in one go. So uh, please stay tuned for that. You know, one of the interesting things about doing this podcast is that I very rarely know where a conversation is going to go. I do a lot of research and I prepare questions and all sorts in preparation for these for these conversations, but I actually never know where the conversation is going to go. And I love the beauty of it. And I very rarely get to the end of the questions that I've prepared because the conversations often take interesting tangents and, and off routes and all sorts of stuff. And and it's, it's fascinating on by any stretch of the measure, but... I guess we all have expectations before we meet people and after doing the amazing conversations with Agnes, Jovan and Philip it became quickly apparent that they have this undying desire to give to other people to help elevate other people's careers and lives and it's like it's interesting because I never expected to get that out of these interviews but when I when I used to write assignments lecturers would say back up your findings with evidence and primary research. Well, here I was in Uganda, fascinated by an industry, speaking to actors and comedians in their country about their lives and about their perspective on the entertainment industry. 
And I, there, there couldn't have been more first-hand research done in the sense that each of them came to me with similar concepts that they want to, like Agnes with the Arise Woman, you know, giving to charity that way and, and giving opportunities to women in, in comedy. And then Jovan being a part of, you know, the Playwrights Playhouse and, and sort of shadowing Philip Ruiz career and... and and development and and then wanting to take his career to a place where he can then give to other actors who are lesser known than himself and then speaking to Philip Bruce Water and speaking to the man that created and founded the Playwrights Playhouse and that you you get a real sense of selflessness I feel an overwhelming sense of faith in humanity after doing those three episodes and we live in such a greedy world us Brits take so much for granted and often expect credit for doing something charitable but I was so humbled and moved by the selflessness of these three professionals each of them spoke passionately about the hope to make a difference to other people's lives and it gives me confidence that as a nation Uganda has a bright future hello I'm Luke Anthony do you love hearing about the stars careers lives and mental health or meet the stars it's a brand new podcast all about that Join me every week from Wednesday the 2nd of December for an excellent conversation with a different star each episode. Simply go over to members.starevents.online to become a member which gives you exclusive access to every episode and so many other brilliant features just for you. See you there.